my friends, is the sound better for you guys? Let me know if the sound is better for you. This is what happens when we have live shows. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to take it from the top. Listen, you guys, auditors, my friends, we have got to be visible and we've got to be valuable. And if you didn't hear me say it a few minutes ago, clients don't care about your certifications. They don't know what a CIA is. When they hear CIA, they think about the federal government, the Central Intelligence Agency. They think that we're secret covert agents here to do harm. <laughs> now, we know that we're not, but that is what they think of us. That is what they think of us. They think that we are secret agents here to do harm. Now, Shree says, there's that radio voice. Thank you, Shree. That's funny. But auditors must be visible and valuable. So let me tell you guys a story. You know, there's always a story with me, right? So many years ago, I had a friend that discovered that there was a new law that required corporations to document certain steps that needed to be taken to ensure that their financial information was accurate. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Sarbanes-Oxley. There were potential fines for non-compliance, and actually, you could go to jail if you didn't comply. Now, the company she was working for had done nothing to prepare for Sarbanes-Oxley because they didn't take it seriously, even though she kept warning them, this is something that we need to do. This is something that we need to do. She attempted to address the issue, but no one listened. Now, years later, we all know how significant SOX is, but why did her company not listen to her initially? I don't know. We do know. They didn't listen because she wasn't visible and or what she was saying to them wasn't valuable. When she finally got them to listen, they had only eight months to comply. And for those of you who do socks, you know that it takes a heck of a lot more than eight months to actually comply with socks requirements. They actually got it done. But she was stressing. Why? Because she wasn't visible and she wasn't valuable. She was stressed out. She got it done. But no one listened initially. So you see, they didn't value either her or the information that she was presenting or the Sarbanes-Oxley Act itself. And that's a horrible situation to be in. When you know something is happening, you know something is good or something is bad or something needs to happen, and you're screaming, trying to get people to listen to you, and they don't listen. That's horrible. Have you guys ever faced a situation like that before? Just tell me in the chat. Have you ever been sitting here auditing something and you're saying to yourself, this is bad. You're trying to tell someone in the organization, but no one is listening. If you've ever been in that situation, just drop a heck yes into the chat for me. Heck yes, I've been in that situation before. Because see, if you've ever been in that situation, we're going to talk about what it truly means to be visible and valuable and what you can do about it. Now, Hal, Hal says, look, we aren't what we think we are. We are what others think we are. If we don't like it, we need to change the perception. Man, I absolutely agree with that, Hal. Now, Joanne is here and Joanne says, heck yes, she's been in that situation before. And my man Alaba is here from Nigeria. He says, I came again. Alaba, we love to see you here each week, man. Be sure to tell all your friends to listen to the episode on the replay. 
or the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, we're there. Tell all your fellow auditors about it. So today, my man, Alava, what we're talking about is being visible and being valuable. A lot of times as auditors, we come up with things, we find things that are risky to our organization. We try to communicate that risk to them and they don't listen. Then we take it personally. We shouldn't take it personally. The problem is either we're not visible enough in our organization or they don't value what we say enough to take action. So the problem is value and visibility. But here's the problem. Value is subjective. You wouldn't think that it is, but value is subjective. But also the other thing is people support what they value. People support what they value. So you have to think about that. If people aren't supporting what you're saying as auditors, they don't value what you're saying. Let me give you guys a real world example. So when you think about some cars, you think about Lexus versus a Toyota. Now, the Toyota 4Runner is pretty much built on the same frame as the Lexus SUV. But boy, the price difference is huge. The Toyota 4Runner is about $35,000 in the U.S., whereas the Lexus SUV equivalent is about $55,000. These two cars are built on the same frame, essentially. But why is the cost difference so much? because of what people value. Now, Alaba makes a really good point. He says subjective and relative. I agree, my friend. Value is subjective and relative. So now you're probably wondering, how does that apply to me as an auditor? As auditors, you must show or create value for your clients. Now, that value may not always be rational. It may not always be rational because sometimes your clients have certain feelings and certain thoughts that create value for them. So you have to find out what is it that your clients actually value? Because, again, people support what they value. People support what they value. So how do you find out what your clients value? I don't know. People support what they value. Let's talk about that. Now, Richard says the quality is different as well. Man, absolutely. However, Richard, you're talking about the two cars, I'm assuming. The quality is not that much different, really. It's about the new, it's about the bells and whistles, the features that they put on to make you perceive that the quality is different. If you go, if you hop into a forerunner, it has some of the same features as the Lexus. So the quality is somewhat different, but it's our perception on that quality. Now, Hal says, if we wear I Love Audit t-shirts, will we be visible? I still need to order mine. <laughs> Hal, if you wear, you know what? I kind of switched up on you there, didn't I, with the graphic. If you wear the I Love Audit shirt, you will definitely be visible. I don't know if you'll be liked or hated, though, for wearing that shirt, but you can eat, sleep. And then audit. That's another great one. By the way, if you want any of these shirts, you can go to thatauditguy.com and pick up your shirts. Because why? We are freaking awesome auditors. We are freaking awesome auditors. But again, auditors must be visible and they must be valuable. But 
it is only valuable if it is deemed to be important by your audit clients. It is only valuable to them if it is deemed to be important. Let's go back to the story I told you earlier about my friend trying to get her company to realize the importance of Sarbanes-Oxley. What she did was she mentioned the fines and penalties. That got him listening a little bit, but she mentioned the jail time. When she mentioned the jail time, that really made everyone's ears perk up because that's important, your freedom, right? So it's only valuable to your clients if it is important. Now, Heather says she got her shirt and she wears it often. Heather did get her shirt. Heather actually sent me a picture of the shirt. Heather, you look stellar in it, my friend. Now, Richard is going back to the cars. Richard said, drive both and the noise level is much lower in the Lexus. The seats are more comfortable. I will agree with that. I actually have a Le Lexus SUV, Richard. So I will agree with that. Uh, <laughs> Hal says, in the end, our job is to add value and make a difference. If we aren't doing that, then why are we? Thank you. Mic drop for Hal. That is essentially our job is to add value and to make a difference. But let's go back to our point here. Quite frankly, people only support what they value. They only support what they value. It's only valuable if it is important. So let's talk about value for one minute. People feel important when a few things happen. So it's only valuable if it's important. People feel important when it makes them a better person. So when you're auditing and you find an issue, if you can somehow equate that issue to solving it, making this person a better person, making their department a better department, making it run smoother, faster, or better. That is how you tap into the human emotion to get buy-in from your audit clients. But here's what we do. We say, look, we found this issue and this is bad. Now, we don't say that exactly, but that's how we drop it off to clients. We write up our nice little finding and then we hand it to them and that's what they hear. This is bad. That's not how you approach people. If you can approach your clients to a way where it makes them feel like a better person, listen, here's an issue that we found while auditing. Now, if you can fix this issue, it'll help this manager that reports to you save X number of man hours or X number of dollars. Think about that. Those two sound totally different when you put it in different contexts. Now you're helping them help someone out that works for them. So it's only important, it's only valuable if it's important. If it, It's important if it makes your clients feel like they're making an impact. It's important if it makes them feel like better people. So that's one way to tap into that human emotion. Hal says we can either make them better or we can keep them out of trouble. Both add value. Exactly. Now, Richard says to learn what is important to the business, we have to know what the business does, what their objectives are and what they are consider and what they consider most critical. We can audit what's important to them. Very good point. So if it's, uh, that should say, if it's valuable, it's on, it is only valuable if it's important. So to Richard's point, you have to find out what is important to them. Now, what's important to most people are things that make them a better person. 
We feel like we're a better person if we're helping out our fellow man. So if you approach it from the standpoint of you're truly helping to make things better, then it becomes important to them. Now, another thing that makes it valuable and important is if it brings in more revenue. So if, uh, as auditors, if we find things that enhance revenue and or redundant processes that reduce expenses, thereby increasing revenue, then it becomes important to our audit clients. See, oftentimes we find redundant processes. And what we say is this process is redundant. And that's it. Well, eliminating that process frees up how much revenue? We have to make sure that the things that we say and report is impactful. For example, I remember one time we found that there were duplicate processes occurring in a department. Some various people were spending the equivalent of about $25,000 per year doing these redundant processes. So what do you say to your client? Here's some redundant processes by eliminating these or consolidating, you end up recouping $25,000 worth of man hours per year. Doesn't that sound better than this process is all messed up and it's redundant? Those sound totally different. It is only valuable if it is important. When you are able to recoup revenue, add revenue, reduce expenses, then it's now important to your audit clients. So again, things are important if, first, it makes you a better person. It's only valuable to your clients if it is important. It's important if it makes them feel like a better person. It's important if it somehow enhances revenue and it is important if it makes them feel good. So that is how you add value to whatever you're bringing to your clients. But now let's talk about visibility because a lot of us think that, well, just showing up makes us visible. We think that we were there in that client meeting. So now that's visibility. They saw us and we had on our I Love Audit shirt or our Awesome Auditor shirt. So that made us visible. Negative, my friends. Just because you are there does not make you visible. You see, there is a couple of things to consider. One, you do have to be seen in order to be heard. You do have to be seen in order to be heard. But you need to show up for your clients. Let's talk about that for a minute, because what I mean by that is when you're sitting in that meeting because the client has invited you to a steering committee meeting where they're talking about a new product launch, are you just sitting there quiet or are you actively engaged in asking questions about this new initiative that they've invited you to be a part of? You see what a lot of times what we do is we sit in these meetings and we think we shouldn't say a word. We should just show up and be quiet. Well, they invited us for a reason. Anytime a client invites you to attend a critical meeting, say something, say something valuable. Let your voice be heard from a risk and oversight standpoint. If you see them doing something and you have a question, raise your hand. Don't feel like you're going to look stupid if you say something. Just the one chance that you have. Just showing up does not make you visible. You have to be seen in order to be heard. But here's the other thing. Visibility increases trust. How many of you guys talk to your clients outside of audit engagements? 
You see, here's what I would do when I was a chief auditor. I had a list of all my clients and I would strategically go see them at least quarterly, whether that was scheduling meetings and or just dropping by. Because when they see you, it increases trust. You see, they may see you passing in the hallway and they may think, hey, wait a minute, there's something I want to ask you. They're comfortable asking you because they're used to seeing you. If you walk into a room with a client and they cringe, then you're doing something wrong, unless they're just joking with you, you know. But visibility increases trust. The more they see you, the more they start to trust you. So don't be afraid to talk to your clients. They're human just like us. Well, at least most of us auditors are human, right? Most of us are kind of human a little bit. Here's the other thing, though. Visibility, it fosters accountability. And let me tell you what I mean by that. You promised that client that you would have that report out to them last week. They see you in the hallway and they don't have that. You don't have that report out to them. If you're not visible, they're going to mumble under their breath. Darn auditor was supposed to have that report out. Now, if they're used to seeing you and used to engaging with you, they'll see you and they'll say, hey, Robert, you said you was going to get that report out. Is everything OK? Now, that works the other way, too. If you are visible and used to seeing your clients, they're a week late on giving you that documentation that they owe you. If you're not visible with them, when you see them in the hallway, you're going to walk by and you're going to mumble under your breath. Bill was supposed to get me that report. But if you're used to seeing them, engaging with them and interacting with them, you may say, hey, Bill, where's the document that you promised me? So visibility and value go hand in hand. Hal says you need to have relationships with your clients. Your first conversation with them should not be about the findings you want to discuss. Absolutely. That is the kiss of death. Heather says I used to when we weren't working remote. So Heather, you used to go visit your clients and everything. Now that you're remote, though, Heather, you could send them a video. There are a lot of video services out there. Hey, I hadn't seen you in a while. Just wanted to check on you to see how you were doing. The same way you send an email, but you email them a video of you talking to them. This is how we build relationships in a virtual environment. Here's what I'll say. Anyone who wants to learn more about building relationships in the office place in a virtual environment, email me with the subject virtual. I'm starting a virtual training course for auditors specifically on how to get visibility in a virtual environment. That's some of my big news for today. But email me so you can be a part of the first cohort. First cohort is going to be real small. I advise you to get in early because you get hands-on attention from me. After the first cohort, then the course is going to be a little bit more uh, virtual, right? So if you want to know how to get visibility and trust in a virtual environment while working as an auditor, email me. Through LinkedIn, or some of you have my email address, rob at that auditguy.com. Put in the subject line, virtual. Let's talk. Now, Alaba says, I made these mistakes and I'm going to change. I do not want to be seen most times as an internal auditor. I just want to do the job and forget about it. So, my friends, episode number 24 of Audit Bites. Here's what we're talking about today. Listen. Auditors must be visible and valuable. The problem is value is subjective. Your clients will determine what valuable is. Auditors must be visible 
and valuable. Remember that. Now, it's only valuable if it is important because people support what they value. Now, they're only going to value it if, number one, it makes them a better person. The way we approach clients and the way we present things to them, it makes them feel bad when there are deficiencies. We can reframe the way that we communicate with them. If it makes them a better person, they are going to value it. If it increases revenue or decreases expenses, it is more valuable to them. And finally, if it makes them feel good, it is valuable to them. Remember those three things anytime you approach a client with an issue. It is the way that you approach them. Now, let's talk about visibility. Just showing up does not make you visible. A lot of us think if we attended a meeting, we just showed up. Now we're visible. No, you do have to be seen in order to be heard, but you must speak up. Say something meaningful in these meetings that clients invite you to. Just showing up does not make you visible. But visibility increases trust. The more people see you, the more they start to trust you. As a matter of fact, you guys see me at least once or twice a week doing podcasts on LinkedIn. You'd be surprised at the number of emails I get with people soliciting advice or giving me advice. People are only comfortable soliciting and or giving me advice because I'm very visible. As an auditor, you need to be visible. Visibility increases trust with your audit clients. The other thing it does is it fosters accountability. You're more apt to tell someone when documentation is missing or when something is bad or when something is good when they are visible. So my friends who are auditors, remember, auditors must be visible and valuable. Value is subjective. Find out what is important to your audit clients, because what is important to us may not be important to them. So you need to find out what is important to them. Carl Sean Watkins, stopping by to show some love, my friend. Awesome and insightful information. Thank you for stopping by, Carl. Glad. Good to see you here, my friend. All right. So, my friends, episode number 24, auditors must be visible and valuable. You must see your clients as humans. Your clients must see you outside of audit engagements. You must find out what is valuable to them, and you must present information to them that is valuable to them. Now, here's the, here's the one catch here. If there is something that is detrimental to the organization that is very valuable and your client does not see the value in it, then it is your job to help them see the value in what it is that you are saying. It is your job to help them see the value in what it is that you are saying. Now, Hal says this wasn't a bite. This was a whole meal. Thank you, Hal, for that. I appreciate it. So here's what else I want to say while we're here, my friends. If you are looking for a kick-butt audit trainer for your audit chapter, for your company as a whole, go to thatauditguy.com, see what I have to offer, give me a call, shoot me an email. I am available. I specialize in soft skills for internal auditors and also report writing and how to say it right. Because oftentimes we say the wrong things to our audit clients. Now, if you're also listening to this, 
I got I want to tell you guys about something. The North Jersey chapter of the Institute of Internal Auditors. I'm going to be there, well, virtually on May the 11th. Ask better questions, get better answers, perform better audits. That is what I'm doing for about four hours. For $75 for members and $100 for non-members, you can see yours truly, me, <laughs> at that chapter. I'm going to drop a link in the chat to sign up for that. But also, check out that book right there, Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. It is a best-selling audit book. So my friends, I want to thank you guys for joining me today on Audit Bites. Auditors must be visible and they must be valuable. Till next time, peace. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Audit Bites. If you want to do more, see more, be more, check out our website at auditguide.com where you will find quality training. Audit merch. Yes, we have hats, shirts, and other apparel, as well as past copies of this podcast and the Friday Fraudster podcast. www.auditguide.com. Thanks for joining us.